This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from the act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Bookslut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. Welcome to my spooky tales. (laughs) Spooky Halloween. (laughs) Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Sorry. Um, I feel like there's there's a few things that we need to put on the table here right right at the beginning. Okay. Firstly, how do you feel about Halloween in Australia specifically? Good question. I love Halloween. I think it's really fun. Um, and people who are like staunchly against Halloween in Australia just, like, just feel like um, killjoys to me. America gave us capitalism and that fucking sucks. So just take the joy. Take right. the good holiday. Exactly. God, it's also definitely the sexiest holiday, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of if there's like a if there's a sexier holiday. Uh, But yes, no, I am pro Halloween. I wish we embraced it more, honestly. Oh me too. I am actually devastated that Halloween is on a Saturday this year and in Melbourne, we're still in lockdown and there's so there'll be no celebrations. But I do sad. have big plans to watch uh, Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic back to back. It's going to be a good time. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a solid, solid plan. Except for you don't have, what's that movie that I was singing from? Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. I'll add that into the mix. It's a triple threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And then I guess the other thing that we need to determine is where you fall on ghosts, as that's that's our topic. I I don't know, honestly. Like, I've thought about it a lot over the past week because we were planning to do this episode, more so than I would normally think about ghosts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was 100% one of those kids who was, like, really into the occult and really into like witches and witchcraft and stuff growing up and a big part of that is because as you know my mom was really into it into like spirituality and stuff like that so um but definitely definitely like was really into it as a kid now like no I'm not like a you know avid believer but I also like don't fuck with Ouija boards because I'm like I I don't want (laughs) to I'm not taking the risk yeah why ask for that (laughs) right and so, like, reading a bunch of, um, you know, ghost stories and things this week in preparation, I could feel myself, like, they still really affect me. I'm a huge wimp when it comes to things mm. like that. So I'd read them and I'd be, like, a prickling sensation. I was like, I can't. oh, I can't. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it comes as very little surprise that I personally am a massive skeptic of ghosts. <laughs> I think people are and I don't mean this in a, in a cruel way I mean it in like a the human race in general way are quite stupid and easily duped 
by themselves. Oh yeah, by, totally. You know, so it's just kind of like. Uh, but yeah. I also, but I also think it's immensely arrogant for humans to be like, no, we've discovered everything. We know everything now. Not that I'm saying that is an argument for ghosts. <laughs> But just like, we don't know, we don't even know what's in the ocean, you know? I was about to say, I'm happy to admit that we don't know what's in the ocean. I just, I don't know, the step of being like, (laughs) there are these things that can come back. Like, I just, uh... I mean, it's also interesting how much it's kind of the idea of of ghosts is tied up in the idea of the afterlife, right? Because they're essentially these dead creatures. And I was trying to find where ghost stories originate from, right? Like like mm. if there's any actual historical pinpoint of being like, this is when people started talking about ghosts. But there really isn't. And it's like they talk about it coming up from Mesopotamia and ancient mm. Egypt, Rome, Greece, all of those yeah. had different ghost stories so it's just kind of like since there have been humans there have been ghost stories and obviously they can be wildly different so and and it also depends on what you define as a ghost Mm, yeah yeah because I feel like it's easy to to like think about a ghost like a a, like a like a person wearing a sheet or something and you're like (laughs) fuck off that's ridiculous but like while I think it's really easy to dismiss ghosts um I think it becomes less ridiculous and certainly the area that I'm more drawn to is like energy and energy frequency and a sense of like connectedness and other dimensions and stuff. And, and I think that there's there's quite a bit more like scientific thought to back that kind of stuff up. Ghosts feels like a bit of a, a hallmark version of spirituality. I mean, for me anyway, um, I think it's it's interesting because spirituality, I mean, it's it's a belief system, right? Similar to any other belief system. But I'm way more skeptical when it comes to more traditional religions. Like I don't believe in God, for example, but <laughs> I think that comes down a lot to what I was brought up with. That's, yeah, that's pretty fair. I mean, so I have some stats on how many people believe in ghosts. Oh, wow. Okay. How does <laughs> so what survey was done for this? Like... <laughs> uh, a Harris poll in America? It was done in 2013, um, and it said that 42% of Americans say they believe in ghosts, and a survey done in the UK said that in 2014 said that 52% of respondents indicated they believed in ghosts in a recent poll. And one of the interesting things that I was also reading is that it actually, the percentage of people who believe in ghosts does not change across a lot of cultures and particularly for instance um secular societies so they were talking about japan Mm. and in scandinavia where it's like quite secular even though japan has shintoism and and spiritualities the percentages are about the same it remains around about just under 50 percent kind of across the board i do think it must tie into just kind of like the human nature of like wanting or wanting to believe that there's something after death, right? Mm. Yeah, like, definitely. That, and that makes sense to me. Wow, we have gotten really deep. 
Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to be asking the big questions like, is there life after death? Do departed spirits of the deceased walk among us? And can we fuck them? <laughs> yes, that's the thing. And do they return to have sex with us? <laughs> Most important of all. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so so looking forward to hearing what you've read. Yeah, so I went down such a rabbit hole of ghost erotica. It is prolific. Like, there are so <laughs> many stories about having sex with ghosts. I was quite taken aback. I didn't do enough research up front, so I ended up spending about $15 buying about seven books. <laughs> I mean, been there, been there. Flashback to the Australiana episode. Whoops. <laughs> So in my in my journey here, I discovered, which I mean, obviously makes sense, but I just never really thought about it, that there are different types of ghosts you can have sex with, right? Like, are we talking have... like the completely invisible versus like slightly wasp, like wispy, transparent? Yeah, exactly. Versus like corporal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look, I'm so like up to date on my ghost. <laughs> Anyway, I read one where it was invisible. I read one where it was like pretty much like they they were they thought that she was a, a human woman. And then oh, I wow, read yeah. one that was just like proper ghost insanity. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how you know how we spoke about in the um oh, what was the episode that we spoke about? The one where we were like, if you could choose like what body your partner had why oh mermaids mermaids yeah 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 like why are they so like humans right like why would yeah. you choose why settle? something yeah why, why settle why not get something weird i i read a book <laughs> that was it got weird sam it got weird and that's that's the second book i'm gonna talk to you about did you like find a line did you find a line that you're like uh, this is <laughs> too much <laughs> oh yeah I found the line I went beyond the line I never want to go back to that line you went beyond the veil <laughs> oh that was a good one yeah. um, another weird trend I found with ghost erotica is that like ghosts are really into anal I didn't oh. know this <laughs> I didn't see that coming <laughs> but it was like a it was a common thread it was a real common thread um yeah that's funny I didn't also I didn't see that coming is like a funny phrase when talking about ghosts having sex (laughs) 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 I'm I'm already having such a good time (laughs) so um the first one well not the first one but the first one I want to talk about is a book by an author called Giselle Renard, written in 2014, and the book is called Oubliette, which immediately I was like, the labyrinth, obviously. <laughs> and um, I, was, I mean, it, it spoiled the twist for me by, by knowing that, but anyway. Um, also, also, she's Canadian, so there's also a large percentage of the population of her country that speak French and would probably like know that it means to forget and also the historical context of it. But anyway, <laughs> besides that. So Giselle Renard is actually an award-winning author of erotic uh, novels, erotic fiction. Um, she has this blog that I went on to for a little bit that's called Donuts and Desires. And oh. 
Yeah, and the tagline of it is like, if you were Giselle Renard, you would be home by now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I was like, I feel like this is an author Sam and I could get behind. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I love that. So... It's a short story. They'll go short stories. This is essentially about a couple who go to an old converted castle and they argue all the time because one of the women, Saba, they're a lesbian couple. One of the women, Saba, still wears her engagement ring on and off from a previous relationship with a man. Hmm. And I mean... Fair, right? I'd be mad yeah. at that too. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's just like, oh no, it's, a, it's just a nice ring. And then her girlfriend Miranda is like, it's incredibly disrespectful, and you should probably not do that around me. Um, yeah, fair. So we meet them, and they're kind of bickering and whatever. They go out for dinner, and they're having this fight. There was this actually like great line in it. So Giselle Renard is she's a queer author as well. Um, there's a line where Miranda's looking at her partner and is like, you're so beautiful. And, you know, she says, all the lesbians I knew at school were really sporty and butch. For a while, I wondered if femmes really existed. And then Saba replies by saying, you know, well, we're invisible, which I thought was like just a really Mm. interesting, like gender politics line to throw into (laughs) an erotic story. (laughs) Also like a little hat tip to the ghost, ghost stuff. (laughs) Invisible. I get it. <laughs> oh my god, I did not pick up on that. I was all like, oh yeah, the subtext of, you know, lesbian relationships. And you're I like, mean that too. Ghost joke. <laughs> I mean, poor Kendall was does. Excellent. Not, you're absolutely right. It works on so many levels. Um So there's a ghost tour at this castle, because obviously. Um, and they miss it because they're arguing and then they have dinner and so they're trying to like they're running to catch up to it and then they're out on the grounds of the castle and they hear this like rustle in the bushes and this like nope sound <laughs> you know right <laughs> this is where you and i would fucking survive in a horror movie because that was my exact thought i am not going into the bushes no fucking uh, like, way i'm not going down the tube i'm not going in the house I'm not looking out the window. I'm not doing (laughs) any of that. I will not repeat that thing three times into the mirror. I just won't. (laughs) They don't have that. uh, They don't have that. So they hear this sound and they're like, oh, it sounds like someone's in there and they're hurt. So they walk in. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, that person's dead. They, They look... They were in the castle grounds at night in a haunted castle. I'm sorry, you're just dead. I, yeah, I, no, I'm done with you. I've got no, yeah. I've got no time. I'll leave that to like the castle authorities. I'll let someone exactly, know on my way exactly. out. I'll tell the reception. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're not jerks. We just, res- <laughs> you know, I just respect my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. They walk in and they find this girl who is filthy, you know, her hair's matted, she's dressed in ye olde clothes, and she's, like, bleeding from the foot. And she doesn't speak very much English, and they're like, oh, my God, like, you you know, you're covered in blood, we'll take you to the doctor. And the girl's like, no, 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 doctor, no, no. And so they're like, okay, well, how about we take you to our rooms? And then... (laughs) Get you cleaned up. Okay. And 
<laughs> and then, you know, and then we'll sort it out. We'll kind of, you, you'll get calmed down, whatever. So they take her up to her room and then they're like, you know, put her in a bath and whatever. And then Miranda, who's kind of the narrator of the story, is just like one horny chick who cannot concentrate on this non-English speaking wounded ghost woman. Well, she doesn't know she's a ghost, obviously. Hashtag spoiler. <laughs> she's a ghost. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I really ruined that one. Um, and so she's kind of in the bath and then there was this great line that I thought was a good throwback for us where it was like, well, they ask her for her name and she's just like, Oubliette. And they're like, is that, a, is that a name? Is that a place? We don't know. But they call her Oubliette. And um, it says, not that Miranda could concentrate while Oubliette's nipples hardened to dark pebbles. Those beautiful breasts made her horny as hell and the bush on that girl made her feel wild. Miranda had Woo! never seen so much hair on a woman. Her legs too. Nice. So like, nice. That's a good. That's a good Ghost one. Ghost pubes. <laughs> so much better than real pubes. I mean, we didn't even consider the beauty standards for ghosts. Uh, in that episode. That's an oversight. <laughs> <laughs> we should really correct that. Anyway, so they put her in this bath, but then she's just like, she's just too dirty, Sam. Like a bath just ain't gonna do it. So. They have to put her in the shower as well. And then in the shower, she just like kind of collapses onto one of them. And suddenly they're both wet with like clothes sticking to breasts and whatever. I mean, yeah, and... it's classic. It's hot. <laughs> it's a classic ghost tale. It's a classic ghost tale. <laughs> I mean, I did get a little... I was For some of it, I was a little like, she doesn't... Literally all she's saying in this is like, no, no help no 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 so I was like oh, she doesn't speak any English you know like if you mm. did think this was a real person it seems a bit weird um mm. and then there's this line that says Miranda grabbed the soap from Oubliette and ran it over her belly and breasts Miranda Saba said in a reprimanding whisper have a little courtesy so they address it and then they ask her and then Oubliette's all like oh no more please so it says Wash, the girl pleaded, pushing her breasts into Miranda's hands. Wash, wash. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is fucking ridiculous, but go on. (laughs) Dialogue was not a strong point of the story. (laughs) Uh, And then they have a threesome. (laughs) We all saw that coming. (laughs) And at one point they end up in a triangle on on the bed, sitting on each other's faces. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of like, all right. I mean, that wouldn't work with a ghost that has no, like, physical form, though. You just fall right through. I mean, you're not... Oh, yeah, you would. Sorry. I was thinking the ghost on the other person's face who would not be supported by the ghost, but if you were trying to sit on the face of a ghost, yes, there would be no structural integrity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, it's, you know, an added challenge. And so Saba and Miranda kind of work out their differences through having sex with Oubliette. Uh, I mean, that's a classic, like, unicorn thing that you don't want to be. You don't want to be fixing someone, fixing a couple. I mean, no. if you're a ghost, though. If you're a literal ghost, it's like, you're not going to be you around. You still have feelings. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
and so there's like this bit where Miranda says to um says to Oubliette, she says, I mean there's there's a little bit of kind of maternalism in the way they deal with Oubliette, which made me a little uncomfortable, but there's this great line where she says, Come on, let me eat your pussy, hun. You've had a rough time, and you deserve uh, as many orgasms as we can give you. Uh, oh God. <laughs> she also says, <clears throat> and I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll admit this, I have never tasted another girl's vagina, but she says the girl's pussy tasted like flowers and buttercream. Mm, and I, just I don't mean, think- not in my experience. <laughs> Right, like, and if it does, you're probably putting something on there that it shouldn't be there. Yeah, and isn't butter like buttercream is like dairy and buttery? <laughs> is that what that that feels like your pH balance is off? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you're a ghost, though, your body temperature is lower. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm glad that we're getting into like the real stuff here <laughs> also like maybe ghosts just taste like something else you know i've never tasted I mean, ghosts that's before so true oh my god i'm gonna make assumptions so here <laughs> yeah that's that's true that's really true yeah so they have this like great threesome and miranda like squirts all over saba's face and it's just you know they just have a great time and then so the like, sex was like pretty pretty hot like removing the fact that she's not alive yeah i i think the sex like the sex was very well written it was much better than the dialogue i will i will say that much so they kind of curl into bed together and they're like oh we'll help you tomorrow (laughs) like they kind of forget about her bleeding foot (laughs) like this is more important Ooh, yeah sexy shower (laughs) um then they wake up the next morning and dun 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 She's disappeared. And they're like, what the fuck? She just like full on ghosted us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um, but not only that, the ring is gone. So she stole. Oh. She ghosted them and stole their ring. <laughs> so they quite, you know, logically go down to reception and they're like, hey, there's been a theft here. <laughs> There was this woman, we found her in the bushes. We didn't <laughs> come to you earlier. Because <laughs> um... you were too busy banging. But now. <laughs> um, okay. And then the receptionist is like, mm, I see, come come with me. Takes them to like a dungeon. And that's, <laughs> where... <laughs> and that's where the ghost guy, whose name is Frank, and he's like, well, we haven't seen Oubliette for 75 years. <laughs> well, he's like, I mean, he shames them a little bit being like, well, if you had to come on my ghost tour, you probably would have known all of this. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Essentially, he's like, he's like, yes, this dungeon is where Prince Rupert built, like put all of his... I don't know, enemies or whatever, but he built this hole, which is called an oubliette, and he put spikes in the hole so anybody thrown into the hole would just, like, get injured but would die quite slowly. It's quite gruesome. I mean, it's clever. (laughs) Wow. But also gruesome. (laughs) That too. 
Spooky Halloween! <laughs> Here's a trick for your haunted house. Install an oubliette. <laughs> That's so fucked. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, and then there was this princess, Princess Natesiaka, Natesiaka, sure, who was wedded to Prince Rupert, didn't speak much English, and then he was really mean to her, and the only solace she could find, Sam, was in the sensual touch of her, what were they called? (laughs) Waiting maid! And they tried to hide it from Prince Rupert, he found out, his toxic masculinity couldn't deal with it, so he threw her in the oubliette! No! She died, obviously, and now she just comes back to, like, have sex with ladies. In, in the <laughs> castle, I guess. If you'd come on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> but she, oh. but he says, they say she leaves with something of value, something they've been holding on to too tightly, something they ought to forget. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she did them a favour. It was causing but problems. She absolutely did them a favour. She was like, she knew. Her ghost. She's like, let me come in. Ghost sex up this place. Steal your ring. the dramas. <laughs> remove the problem. She, she uh, I mean, ghosts get a bad name, but Oubliette's great. Or Princess yeah. Natessiaka. Then they, they get engaged. Miranda proposes to Sabra in the dungeon. And that's the end. <laughs> I mean, it's a romantic moment when you realise that you've fucked a ghost. <laughs> I mean, really? You're like, there's no more, there's no more like firsts for us to share yeah. anymore. You would not want to be going on to, like, field or anything after that. Like, nothing <laughs> nothing would be as good as the story about how you had a threesome with a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was, like, relatively wholesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was. So we'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll come back for round two. Okay. All right. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So before we kick off with your next story, do you want to learn a little bit about having sex with ghosts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. So there is like when you Google sex with ghosts and, and as also like side note, I don't normally think too much about like putting my using like incognito mode on my browser Mm -hmm. but for some reason for this topic I was like nah this is (laughs) this is a line (laughs) and so I did all my research like and I also like I have other like things in place for like for privacy and shit because of my who I am as a person but like Mm -hmm. this is the first time that I was like no one needs to know (laughs) that I'm googling (laughs) sex with ghosts (laughs) They don't need to know about this rabbit hole. They just don't. Um, Anyway, so the desire to have 
sex with ghosts or the attraction to ghosts is called spectrophilia. And it's something that dates back centuries. As you as you mentioned before, um, this kind of like belief in ghosts or questioning the afterlife and stuff like that, you know, it transcends all kinds of cultures and, and goes back really, really far. Spectrophilia is also the attraction to objects seen in mirrors, which is I know, I saw that as well. That's really quite strange. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I, I guess it makes sense in the in the sense that like it's kind of like think this, it was a ghost. Well, you could think it was a ghost, but also like it's an attraction to something that isn't there. Like isn't Bite physically your tongue, there. Samantha. I'm sure those people would argue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like loca- like looking at myself so we're recording via Zoom and I'm like looking at myself in the camera like waiting for something to pop up behind me and I'm gonna wet my fucking pants <laughs> ah, and there's a mirror over there ah. <laughs> bloody Mary <laughs> ah. <laughs> so yeah so that I and I thought that there might be more like I thought there'd be quite a lot on spectrophilia in the academic world because I was like oh well you know there was quite a bit on zombies Zombies. and and whatnot (laughs) and as it turns out there is fucking nothing like in the academic world um i guess you know conducting research on (laughs) on sex with ghosts would probably be be quite challenging i imagine (laughs) i think yeah i think the only things like i did a really quick kind of surface google and the only things that i saw was mostly about which i personally think makes sense is about sleep paralysis yeah, and the people people who have hallucinations due to sleep paralysis and erotic hallucinations yeah. and and things like that. But yeah, which not much. I found because I I that, I kept coming across that as well, and I find that fascinating, and it makes sense to me in the sense that like, so for those who don't know, sleep paralysis is when you are kind of in this like half awake, half asleep kind of state, um, and it I get it quite a lot, and it's fucking terrifying at least for me it's terrifying it is the least erotic (laughs) thing that I've ever experienced (laughs) but it does it can feel like there is like a physical weight on you so it's (laughs) I just found it interesting reading about having sex with ghosts and it being like immediately linked to that I don't know what hallucinations people are having when they're having sleep paralysis but um because they often come with hallucinations I read, well, I read somewhere that um, they were talking about this sleep paralysis and they were saying that in a, a country, the name for sleep paralysis in that language translates to, like, ghost-weighted. So mm. that's actually what they call sleep paralysis, which I find is, like, amazing because obviously language is developing and whatever. I wonder at what time that became the word for sleep paralysis. One of the other common um, descriptors for it is the night hag, which mm. is flattering <laughs> for yeah, women. Yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there isn't a whole lot in the academic world about it, but there is a fair bit of stuff out there in like kind of the sort of folklore circles. And I thought it was interesting to add another like piece to the puzzle in the, in terms of like things that we've been talking about over previous previous episodes about, you know, like nymphs and satyrs and sirens and now like moving on to like the succubus. There is a male version, which is the incubus, but the succubus is essentially a demon or a spirit or some kind of like supernatural entity. It appears and it seduces men usually through sexual activity and it will have sex with them. 
Yeah, and I think we spoke about that with the horror story where the man got sucked into the woman's vagina. I think we were talking about succubuses in that episode. Oh, did we? Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like it's another piece in the puzzle of like how terrifying women's sexuality Mm, is. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Something that I didn't know is that fucking a succubus or an incubus is apparently how witches were conceived and that it, that's um how merlin came to be apparently ah, that's a nice little origin story <laughs> so you know laugh all you want at ghost sex but uh but the greatest wizard ever was born through ghost <laughs> sex so <laughs> you all you know take that non-believers and then one other little tidbit was I was reading that in Brazil, there's folklore that combines a siren with a succubus. And it also, so it re- relates to their Amazon, the Amazon river dolphin. So it also kind of relates oh. to what we're talking about in the mermaid episode. <laughs> I've seen, I've, I've swum with those dolphins. I accidentally kicked one. It was very <laughs> sad. I shouldn't, why was my instinct to laugh then? That's awful. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny because you can swim with them in the rivers and... Obviously, they're like swimming underneath you. So I was just treading water and it swum underneath me and I like proper kicked it. <laughs> like, I had no idea what to do. But Are I would called- not have sex with one of them. That's the point <laughs> of that story. I've seen them. They look like they have a skin disease. Oh, God. Are they called Boto? Bot- Boto? Boto? <laughs> That's my- <laughs> I'm sorry. Definitely the last one. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Abby speaks Portuguese and spent a long time in Brazil. So anyway, there's this folklore. So they believed that these um, river dolphins would shapeshift into into handsome young men and women. And they would come um, ashore to seduce people. And (laughs) according to legend, it will always wear a hat to disguise the breathing hole at the top of its head. While in human form. <laughs> I mean, like, during sex? Can you be like... <laughs> also, like, why haven't you just finished? <laughs> you be like, can you just take off the hat? <laughs> like you, yeah, like like you've gone to the effort of transforming yourself from a <laughs> dolphin into a human. Why, why not shape- get rid of the, the whole way? <laughs> Just imagine them wearing like a fucking fedora or something, and you're like, the hat's also, really ruining the vibe. For like, me. are they? Yeah, who are you, Jason Mraz? Like, <laughs> also, don't they have hair? Like, wouldn't the hair cover the hole? Where's the I hole? I, I genuinely, I don't know, but that's such like that brought me such joy. That thought. You know what? If there's one thing this podcast has taught me, it's that. They, they shouldn't have to hide their hole. There is definitely someone who would be into that. Oh, someone will put something in that hole, exactly. given the opportunity. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, so tell me, tell me this second story. I'm so intrigued. Now that you've uh, got, like, the polite one out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So the second story is called Ectogasm. Great name. By Felicity McBean. It was written in 2012. Wait, so wait, wait. Ectoplasm is like the slimy the s- shit. Yeah, yeah. The stuff that comes off the ghost. Like um, out of Ghostbusters, the green one. Which yeah. is coincidentally what I thought this ghost looked like for almost, like that was the picture in my mind for this <laughs> entire story. 
Not Is sexy. That- it also like brings a whole nother layer to like the Ghostbusters song where they're like, Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> Gross. Stop that. What are you doing? Uh, I wonder so- if ectoplasm would be good for lube though. I mean, I guess as long as it doesn't have any sort of irritant in it, which, I mean, who knows? It's it's ghost. It's ghost juice. So who knows what kind That's of allergies it. people would have to that or what it would do to condoms. So, sorry, I spoke over you. Who was this by? Oh, it was by Felicity McBean. It was written in 2012. And a massive content warning on this one. I mean, I'm not really going to talk about some of the actual writing because it was just horrible I mean it was just just bad writing it was horrible in that way but there was also a lot of use of the term um like fag and I just nobody buy this book okay I'm sad that I bought this book (laughs) (laughs) you've done the work for us no one else needs to support this yeah so um it's the story of a highly Botoxed woman, and it's mentioned a lot that she has a lot of Botox, but no mm. purpose that I could tell. Like, as in, doesn't drive the plot. No, there's nothing about the plot in it. Um, her name is Wilma. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a sexy name. I mean, top ten sexy names for me personally. <laughs> and she, she's an interior designer. She buys a house just outside of New York to do up on like her holiday. A working holiday, I guess. Sure. It's haunted by a ghost. Shit holiday. <laughs> yeah, Wilma. <laughs> Learn to holiday better. So it's haunted by a ghost. She, like, firstly, you know, the, the main room is locked and she can't get into it. And she's just, like, she swears like a sailor. She's just a horrible person. She calls everyone, like, dick for no reason. She, like, yeah, she's she's horrible. I hated her so much. <laughs> Suddenly the door to the main bedroom opens and she finds the diary of this man who ended up killing himself because his wife left him because his wife couldn't handle all of the sex that he wanted to have with her. Uh, so like <laughs> ye olde incel or something. <laughs> oh, he's such, he's such an incel. And so he's like, I'm going to kill myself and I hate all women now because my wife left me and I loved her or something like that. She finds that diary and then she gets a call from her assistant and her assistant gets her on the phone and is like, you have to get out of the house. It's haunted. There's a ghost in the house. And she's like, fuck you, dick. And (laughs) I mean, that's slightly paraphrased, but but only slightly. What would Um, you do in that position? Like, would you be like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard? Or would you be like, I'm going to leave the house. I think it it would depend on who was calling me and it would depend on if they had like proof. I mean not not solid proof. What I mean, proof? I mean, <laughs> what proof? There's ectoplasm on the floor or something. I mean no, if they were like the house is haunted and every family who's been in there has ended up dead for the past 10 years, I would be like, "You know what? It's just not worth me taking it's not my worth chances. the risk." <laughs> I've done a risk assessment. (laughs) It's medium to high. (laughs) I'm out. And like, even if it isn't a ghost, even if it is just like, I don't know, some murderer who's fixated on this house. I don't want to be in the house. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But if it was like someone who was just like, oh, you know, they say the house is haunted. Woo. I'd be like, all right, mate. (laughs) 
and have you seen these floorboards they're beautiful i'm not getting (laughs) out of here have you seen the prices of housing in australia right now (laughs) this is it for me in this economy really (laughs) um but so the the assistant calls her up and he says you know it's haunted and she's like so and he's like no seriously wilma all the women who have stayed in that house, he gasped, and had their vaginas ripped to pieces. Oh, God. <laughs> and so she's like, what? And he's like, yeah. What like, boundaries do oh. you have with your assistant? <laughs> Not many, because apparently he had sex with her out of pity, like, two weeks before she moved to this house, and he's gay. So, I mean, I don't oh. think boundaries are something Wilma knows anything about. Okay, okay. And so then she's, I don't know, asleep or something, and she gets pulled out of bed and she gets chained up, right, by this invisible force. So another laugh echoed out and I froze. He came towards me. His icy presence towered over me and I shook. What do you want? I screamed. Sex! A voice boomed. (laughs) I mean... To the point he chains her up. Forces her to give him a blowjob. Wait, okay, so what kind of ghost is this? I'm not entirely sure. I think he's invisible. I'm pretty sure he's invisible, but I think he becomes more visible through sex. Mm, Okay, (laughs) it sounds like the author has not thought this through. (laughs) Yeah, so forces her to give give him a blowjob. Mmm, I moaned, and my tongue glued to it. It tasted so juicy, so indescribable, like lime jelly. Except all hardened <laughs> stuff and meaty. <laughs> I mean, kudos to the authors for being imaginative about what a ghost tastes like. That's cool. <laughs> One second. Not yet finished. Was this what they called ectoplasm? <laughs> and this is really where my imagination started picturing the green blob from Ghostbusters. Because I just feel like this woman has seen a ghost that is green. Because, like, lime jelly. Lime jelly. She's mm, obviously thinking mm. he's green, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think what happens is that when he has sex, his penis enlarges, but to, like, three times the size of it. Like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a normal penis, obviously. It's a ghost penis. It just gets bigger. Like, a lot bigger. <laughs> I mean, that sounds... Spooky Halloween. <laughs> That's terrifying. I know, right? So <laughs> at one point he's like penetrating her and she writes, his ghost cock, which had melded inside me, now stuffed up my slit, filling up all the parts of me and not leaving even one inch of unfilled space right up to my cervix. His cock stiffened inside me almost like I had just had a gallon of water poured inside there and it has frozen into an ice-cold cock. That (laughs) sounds so unpleasant. Like, there is not one part of me that's like, damn, yeah, girl, sign me up. I'm I'm just picturing him, like, obviously he couldn't get the penis outside of her because it's frozen into the shape of her, like, vaginal <laughs> he's like trying to trying to get it out <laughs> what i imagine is like you know when you in like a i'm imagining like casper the friendly ghost like whooshing around the house like woo, 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 you know like it's like whoosh, 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 whooshing around the house yeah 
Where yeah, does the cock that, come into this? Oh. But aggressively, like it's like his wispy <laughs> cock. Whoosh in India. Is like whoosh, 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 filling up all of the gaps. And then suddenly hardens. <laughs> yeah, it's not pleasant. <laughs> so, um, and speaking of not pleasant, here's a description of the ghost coming. His hot spunk barreled into my mouth, rope after rope. Oh, no. <laughs> filling my throat of ghostly jizz. It tasted like minty ice cream. Again, the green, right? Oh, I'm quite partial to mint ice cream. Hold up. I haven't finished the sentence. Oh, okay. (laughs) It tasted like minty ice cream, mucus, and (laughs) and the undeniable saltiness of human spunk. (laughs) Fucking hell. This wasn't normal jism. This was ectogism. Jism? I know. What the fuck, Wil- Wilma? <laughs> Ugh. That's. I don't even know. It's truly something. He's. He's a massive misogynist. Oh, yeah. There's one point where he's. He's sucking on her boobs and he goes, Mmm. His voice shook the room. I may hate women but I love tits. <laughs> I mean, that is like the incel motto, isn't it? Like... <laughs> At least he's up front, you know. <laughs> That's true. You know what you're dealing with, even if you can't see him. Um. So, and then this is where it starts getting like kind of more crazy. So, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So at one point they're having sex and... He grows two penises to double penetrate her. I mean, that's useful. creative. It's a useful <laughs> skill. Yeah. So he double penetrates her with his two penises. And then he spins her up on his penises like a plate, you know, on one of those little oh, okay. thingies. Yep. And puts her against the ceiling to, quote, pinned her to the ceiling like a chandelier. And then has sex with her on the ceiling. Okay, it's it's starting to sound a little bit the exorcist. (laughs) Yeah, when she's up there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, and then they have this sex on the ceiling thing. He groaned and I joined him and he's... And he's... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He groaned and I joined him. The suspense is killing me. He groaned and I joined him and his spunk exploded out of both of my holes. My pussy and ass had turned into spunk fountains. And they sent sent his hot jism all over the ceiling, all over my body, burying me with jizz. I... (laughs) I'd been given a full body jizz basting and it wasn't oh. it wasn't just any old jism. It was ecto jism. <laughs> what a mess. All over the roof, all yeah. over her body. And then he withdraws and she's like, shit, I'm gonna fall off the roof. And then she's like, however, I didn't fall. Because his gallons of sticky ectogism stuck me to the ceiling like a fly in a web. 
that's like next level. Like you like, I don't know if you've ever ended up laying in like a pool of like jizz and sex fluids. It's like that, but like next level. On but the like viscous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, and then he's like, wow, you can, you know, stand my intense fucking. So do you want to stay here with me forever and have ghost babies? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Sure. I'll just call my assistant and like cancel my plans. <laughs> so then wow. she's so then she stays there with him. Oh, so there's a happily ever after. Yeah, except they're both the worst people, dead <laughs> or alive. They're the worst. Jeez. Oh. God. Okay. Was, that- yeah, it was it was a lot. Credit where credit's due. I feel like if you're gonna have sex with a ghost, you probably want one that can like grow extra penises or and lower extra tongues. Stuff, yeah, or I mean whatever. exactly as we were saying. Like, why settle for human form if you're gonna fuck something supernatural? Yeah, I mean, too bad he's a massive incel dick. But like, yeah, I mean that was unnecessary. <laughs> whoever the author is, McBean. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I I enjoyed the first one more. I'm not feeling like I'm gonna set up a little like seance here and summon a ghost to fuck me but did you did you come across the like i don't i don't think it exists anymore because i tried to find it the uh summoning succubus.com i tried and so many of the links that i clicked for things and the videos that and 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 interviews and things that i tried to watch didn't work and so much so that i was like something's going on here <laughs> something spooky's going on <laughs> I read, did you read, because there was quite a funny article about it, but there was this one comment in there that made me laugh where she was like, lesson one is titled, are you succubus material? This worries me because I did not realize there was even the possibility of ghost rejection. (laughs) (laughs) Like, imagine that. That's grim. You you go to all the effort of summoning a succubus and they're just like, "Mm, yeah, nah. Nah. I started compiling a list of famous people who have said that they've had sex with a ghost. Oh, yeah. I've got a list, too. <laughs> I only had I had Lucy Liu, Kesha, and Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, that's all I had as well. <laughs> Still, that's three more than I expected. <laughs> yeah, totally. So um, in my... Uh, online journeys um you actually you actually shared this video of this woman called amethyst realm um Mm. who is like one of she's kind of like the the face of having relationships with ghosts on the internet Mm. i don't know if that's something that you like aim for in your (laughs) career or (laughs) it's been a lifetime goal of mine Um, but so she um did a couple of like breakfast like morning show interviews and you know attracted a bit of attention because she was talking about how she's in a relationship with this ghost and they're gonna get married and they're gonna have a kid and things like that what I found really funny though was I um read this article about her and the headline was woman has sex with 20 ghosts and is now engaged to a spirit and I was like can we just not Go slut shame this woman for a second. (laughs) Who cares about how many ghosts she slept with? Let her do her thing. (laughs) I I think I read in that article that she cheated on her not dead partner with a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Which raises a very uh, big question or important question. Is it cheating if they're dead? 
Not in a necrophilia sense. <laughs> in a ghost sense. I mean, you should be having a conversation. <laughs> I did find a Reddit thread that was like, if you fuck a ghost, is it necrophilia? And the, re- <laughs> the replies were like, is this, a, is this an issue for you at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you think that, like, if you had a partner and, and they fucked a ghost, would you be like, you're dead to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's just so many puns I know. that I didn't even realise. I, I think I would be more concerned about other things than, <laughs> than the uh, cheating aspect. Of it. I also think, like, um, I think there would be a difference if the story was that, you know, an apparition was was there and had sex with my partner, as opposed to my partner signed up to summoningsuccubus.com and summoned <laughs> a ghost to have sex with. I think that's two yeah. very different contexts. Yeah, like if you're welcoming it in versus essentially ghost assault, which I read a lot about on the internet. There was a lot of, like... Which kind of comes back to this sleep paralysis thing, right? This mm. idea of like you you just kind of come upon by this presence and, and it has sex with you. Like, can you ask me first? No, yeah, exactly. Right? I expect it of the living. I also expect <laughs> it of, <laughs> of the dead. <laughs> anyway, there was this one other line in that I was reading about Amethyst Realm. And she was talking about how like they don't communicate with... Um, like words very much they communicate through like energy and feelings and sensations and things like that and there's this line (laughs) it's like we never really bothered with names it wasn't important I have now given him a name because it makes it much easier he showed himself in a photo that a friend took of me he appeared as a ray of light shooting across the photo so now I call him Ray And then she goes on to say, Ray orgasm is such a not sexy name. If I could no. choose a name for my ghost, it would not be Ray. <laughs> it's not what I want to be yelling out in my sleep paralysis. Um, she goes on to say, orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any I've had with ordinary men. Oh, and I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> That is so good. So, I mean, say what you will, but she's she's living her best life. She's Although satisfied. I did, yeah. Although I did read that they called off the wedding um, this year, actually. Which, because you of know, COVID? You didn't want to infect well, his ghost friends. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but she said. <laughs> so Amethyst suggested that it could be the stress of the pandemic, which is causing Ray to act out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Revealing that ghosts too have to socially distance from one another in fear of getting ill. <laughs> Before we like wrap this up, I just have some questions that came up came to me, you know, um, mm-hmm. while questions. I was while I was researching, and and I use the word researching lightly in this episode <laughs> in in Reddit. <laughs> well, okay, so firstly, obvious one: Would you fuck a ghost? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've essentially asked you this before when I asked you if you'd fuck a sentient cloud. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I guess, you know, the sentient cloud is, is like, it's not dead. I think that's the defining difference, mm. right? Like it's, it's still a, it's a being in and of itself. I don't know. For some reason, maybe that's that a difference. Is that an important difference? <laughs> it's a deal breaker for me. I'm sorry. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, although this is just going to be a spoiler for all of these questions for the rest of the podcast, I think we can say that I would essentially fuck anything that is a novel being that can consent. I don't know. I. Oh. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I'm like I'm such a scaredy cat. <laughs> would it depend on like what kind of ghost? Like if it was an invisible one. That's a good if it question. Had ectogism. I think. Well, I think the first and foremost thing would be like the vibe. If I'm getting like a a scary vibe, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna fuck you. So no. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's fair. Similarly, if I was getting a scary vibe from a human, I probably wouldn't automatically be thinking about fucking them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, what about if you were the ghost? Would you come back to fuck a human? Absolutely. That would be so funny. <laughs> it's actually my favourite style of haunting. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, don't stress, guys. I'm not going to like pick up chairs or anything. Let's just like have an orgy because this would be great. You're like... You like turn on the st- like the the radio and it's like let's, let's get, get it, it on. on. <laughs> you know, pull open the drawer with all the lubes. <laughs> the like the wine like cork pops off. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then my last question: If you could pick your ghost, so like a human who is now dead, if you could pick your ghost, who would you fuck? There's some questions in this for me, like. Do you get to choose at what age they look like or is it the age that they died? Oh, good question. A very good question because so often... You want someone who was taken down in the prime of their life, you know, someone from the 27 Mm. Club, essentially, is Mm. what you're then limited Mm. to. Yeah, that's a very important question that I don't have the answer to. Um... So I would... I, well, actually, the guy who I was thinking of is actually not dead yet. But, I mean, he probably Just wait. should be. He was born in, like, the 20s. <laughs> so, so I was going to say Christopher Plummer, who is uh, Captain Von Trapp. Oh, that's a good call for you. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But, obviously, as as Captain Von Trapp, not, he's, like, 90 years old or something now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I thought about it for, like, a hot second, and my, like, first slash number one historical crush has always been on Anne Boleyn. So that's 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 a good one. That's where I'm going. Yeah. You've gone much further back. I did think about Antony for a while from like Antony and Cleopatra. That's funny. I thought about Cleopatra. (laughs) (laughs) We should should invite them both over. (laughs) Well, I did read a, an article with the steps to, uh, to summon a ghost. So, you know, like maybe next time we hang out. You would never ever do I that. I would never. I, I would, would I would pay you money to do that and you would It would never, have to be so it. much money. Would have, <laughs> my mum would be so disappointed in me. She'd be like, What have you done? <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 <laughs> no. Spooky Halloween. Well that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, they were uh mm. I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to read them, but I enjoyed, <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. send you ectogasm. You wouldn't even have no. to buy it. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> mm, what's that?